Now, from BetQL, it's time for the Daily Tip with Michael Jenkins. Dang it, he's talented. And let's be honest, I go for ambition, not luck. And Chelsea Messenger. Don't kill the messenger, or the messenger will kill you. Hey, Dad, don't forget about me, the dunkster. Presented by BetMGM. It is our three of the daily tip for BetQL, presented by BetMGM. Great to have you along with us. She's Chelsea Messenger. I'm Michael Jenkins. Coming up in our final hour, the week eight numbers have already been posted in the NFL. We'll take an early look at the schedule and see which games are catching our attention. At 820, we bring in our friend PJ Glasser from Inside the Betting Lines, who is already locked in his card this week. And finally, our bets take center stage. Best bets at 845. Do you miss the donkster, Chelsea? Because the Donkster has been cooped up in the studio for a couple weeks now. We're just doing some tweaking to the studio. So we'll be back in a little bit. The Donkster's been cooped up in the dark for most of the time. I assume the crew on that MGM tonight is feeding him and making sure that he gets his water, that he's hydrated. Or just maybe, just maybe the next time I'm back in studio, he'll be completely deflated and on his deathbed. Or he's going to have like a, a heavy five o'clock shadow. Like he's going to have one of those beards. <laughs> like he's been on yeah. cast away. But you could look at it this way. Just the Donkster's on a bye week. And maybe he is taking huh. this week to prepare and get ready for the next week of betting. Uh, do you oh. think people should do that? Uh, take a bye week from betting? We should yes. do that. Like, you know, take a week to regroup, to think, you know, get healthier. Jake, you need mm-hmm. a bye week. You got a crack yes. rib. Yes, I don't feel great right now. (laughs) That rib is not, it's not good. And it's always worse in the mornings because you don't necessarily sleep on it, but I'll roll over in the middle of the night and I'm like, oh God, I forgot about that. And just rolling over and putting your weight on a cracked rib does not feel good. And plus when you get older, of course, you heal more slowly. So I'm getting there, but yeah, I have to do these stretches where I'm like, oh, okay, that's good. And Catherine's putting thoughts into my brain, like, make sure you stretch, because I read that if you have a cracked rib and you don't stretch, you can get pneumonia. I'm like, oh, my God, don't tell me that. But you know how it is. If you, if you read enough things online, then you can, you can get really in the weeds, you know, and all of a sudden you can have, I don't know, you could have a sprained ankle and then you're like, I don't know, I might have an aneurysm. Do you know what I mean? If you read long enough and you go into the weeds enough and you do enough of a deep dive, you can convince yourself you have anything. Yeah, it's called WebMD. Like they'll tell you, well, it's gotta be cancer. Like you've got about six months to live. Um, Yeah, that runny nose, it's really a sign of something wrong with your brain. You probably have like some kind of parasite. Have you been to the Amazon lately? And you're like, no, but like maybe it came up here. I have been to Florida. Uh, so you just start making all of these excuses and all these reasons like, well, it could happen. Uh, but yeah, we've all been there before. But do you think there's something to this? Like football take, uh, football teams take bye weeks. Do you think mm-hmm. normal people should take bye weeks from betting? Because obviously we have a show to do and we have to give out picks. But sure. do you think this would be good for people to implement? Yes. Just like in football, when you can kind of get beat up and the season has taken a toll and maybe you've had a bad week what do you need you need a week to recharge it's like when the coach Mm -hmm. says guys just take the day off you know what i mean take the day off get your mind right just reset 
And it's almost like chasing. And, and look, if you're hot, don't take a way off. If you're rolling and you just keep hitting, then keep it going. But if you're on a cold streak, which happens to everyone, I don't care who you are. Right now, I'm just kind of sitting around. I wouldn't say I'm on a cold streak, but I'm not on a hot streak. I'm just kind of sitting around middling. I guess it's okay. But particularly if you're just not able to get your bets right, sometimes the best thing to do is take a deep breath, take a break, and then re-engage a week later and sort of clear your mind out from all those cobwebs because sometimes it's the whole paralysis by analysis where you're trying so hard. I remember a therapist told me one time, and it sounded kind of counterintuitive. This has got to be like 15 years ago. And because I was trying so hard and prepping so much, it was almost too much. And he said, try easy. He goes, it doesn't mean you don't prepare. He's like, but it does mean that you can just be so heavy on yourself and force the issue that you're not just being natural. So just try easy and do it that way. So I think if you're struggling a little too much in the betting market, take a week off and then try easy. Yeah, even though neither of us are struggling. So we'll save that speech for another day. Because, Jenks, mm. I feel like for you, even if you are not hitting your best bets, you are giving out a lot of good bets on the show. So I think for us, that's the thing. It's are we choosing the right bets to use yes. as our best bets? So because I, I know point. you had Kirk Cousins to throw an interception last night. Didn't he do that on like the second play? He did. Uh, he that would have been a nice little winner for you. So it's not that you are not putting out good analysis and bets. It's just sometimes they don't fall and you don't play the right ones, which I know is part of the headache of betting yes. so um, i don't think you're ne like i don't i would never say you're cold right now like i think your analysis has been, has been pretty spot on oh thanks chelsea i'm trying i'm grinding i'm a grinder i'm just grinding. a guy in the Give game a cracked rib Give how she can do with that rib he's he's just put him in there just let the guy go we gotta have him just get him in there we gotta <laughs> we don't have a backup guys we gotta get him in there that's how i feel right now let's take our first look at week eight in the nfl we've looked at a few of the games so Maybe we should start with, you know, what we've talked about Jack Steelers. I know we just went into that. How do you feel about Eagles at the Commanders? Eagles laying six and a half. Eagles minus 275. Commanders plus 225. Your total set at 43 and a half. That has come down from 45. So betters expecting an under. It's a lot of points for a divisional game. And I am too close to the fire here. But I will say the Commanders do not look good right now. In between a loss to the Bears and the Giants, they have a win against the Falcons and Ron Rivera. I don't know if he's on the hot seat, but that seat is definitely getting warm. Yeah, I don't think I want to play this one. Uh, it looks like it's probably the Eagles for me, but you're right. This is mm -hmm. a divisional matchup, and this is a game where the Commanders – gave the Eagles an absolute run for their money last time around, and that was on the road. Uh, the Eagles winning that one 34-31 in overtime back on the 1st of October, but almost a month has passed. Don't you think both of these teams look markedly different? Like, I would say the Eagles look better and the Commanders yeah. look worse. Like, is that too simplistic of a handicap? No, it's not, because the Eagles are coming together. And now I was, I think I probably overreacted a little bit when it comes to Jalen Hurts's knee injury. He tweaked his left knee and he was wearing a knee brace in the second half of their game the other night, but he says he's going to be just fine. So he's listed as questionable, but he's going to play. He's going to be fine. So 
their offense is coming together because they have a new offensive coordinator. And when you have a new coordinator, regardless of how much talent you may have from the year before, it is a different system. That does take time. As for the commanders, they look to be regressing. I mean, losing 14-7 to to the Giants. They just can't do anything on offense. And I think, I don't know if there's a sack prop you can look at. That That's when you would really go into the numbers here. But Sam Howell has been hit and sacked, I believe, more than any other quarterback in the National Football League. One of the reasons why is because his offensive line isn't giving him a lot of protection. But number two is he's making one of those rookie mistakes is he holds on to the football for a long time. So if you don't feel like playing a side there, that might be just a different way to play it. What about a total? 43 and a half seems pretty low. Um, oh, it does. I think maybe the over, but mm-hmm. I think I tend to think divisional matchups usually play a little bit lower scoring just because these teams know each other. But last yeah. time it was not the case. But again, it went to overtime. So maybe that's a bit of an outlier. Last time was 34 31. We've seen the Eagles' offense uh, at least look a little better against the Dolphins. And how about this for a prop? Hasn't the trend been for the Eagles? A.J. Brown putting up monster numbers week Mm -hmm. in and week out. Because here's the thing about trends that can kind of be tricky. You don't want to play them when they're at their peak because all trends eventually must come to an end. But it definitely is something to behold because right now, A.J. Brown has, what, five straight games of at least 127 yards receiving. Jenks, do you think he can keep this up? maybe I, I he's been unbelievable i just yeah. i worry about when you're when you're performing at such a high level that's what i worry about can you keep because that seems astronomical it sort of reminds me of what cooper cup was doing a couple years ago right where he kept saying isn't this number too high isn't this number too high and he kept hitting the over each and every single time so maybe it's not he's as good as anyone in the league right now so it's a it's a high number but then again there are only a few guys that can eclipse a number like that, and he's one of those guys. Well, first of all, we need to see the 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 number that they'll post. They don't have props open this early. I just thought it was something interesting to mm-hmm. you know keep your eyes peeled for because clearly that man is on an absolute heater. Uh, is there anything else you saw from this week? Uh, here, can we talk about this game for just a quick second? Sure. T- we, I guess we talked about it a little bit. But the Chargers laying eight and a half at home over the Bears. Do you think in any world the Chargers should be laying eight and a half points? No. No. (laughs) Absolutely not. Thank God it's come down from nine and a half. I I would take the Bears here. Bajan Palooza. Somebody come up with a better name than that because that's that's not great. There's In what world should the Chargers be laying eight and a half points against anyone? And also... Look, the Bears are the Bears, right? They're not going to want anything. But imagine the motivation or lack thereof for the Chargers. Here we are in week eight. Week eight of the NFL. They're already three games out of first place in the division. There's no way they imagine their season going this way. And this is a huge letdown spot because they just played Kansas City. Now they're welcoming the Bears. I'd be in Chicago here. Right. They almost made the cut for my teaser because if you put them in a teaser, you can get 14 and a half. I don't know, but it seems like almost too obvious because Mm -hmm. the first thing I do when I look at a slate is I try to see, okay, this is a trap game. 
this line right. seems too good to be true. Something is off. And I didn't see as many as we did last week because the two trap games last week were uh, the Lions getting three and the Dolphins getting two and a half. And you saw how those ended up. Uh, mm-hmm. Neither of those teams covered, not even in a teaser. So they got smoked. So the one that I kind of saw this week was, what do you think of the Seahawks laying three at home over the Browns? It's only three points. The Seahawks are four and two. The Browns defense looked god-awful against Gardner Minshew last week. Does this line seem too good to be true to you? It sure does, and I'm on it. Give me that square play. Give me that square play all day. Oh, yeah. It's come up from Seahawks minus two and a half. Now it's Seahawks minus three. I like it. I, I, I worry about the Browns offense being able to do anything. Jerome Ford is probably not going to play in this game for the Browns. He's been a huge addition stepping up in the absence of Nick Chubb. And I know they have Kareem Hunt, but Kareem Hunt is, is not Jerome Ford. I think Jerome Ford is a better player. And also, Seattle is sneaky great against the run. You wouldn't think about it. I believe they're a top five club against the run, so it really takes away one of the Browns' strengths. Yes, they play great defense. I don't think they're going to be able to move the ball. Seahawks at home. I'm going to lay the three with Seattle and be a square play here. <laughs> I did the do same it. thing with the Lions and the Dolphins last week, Jenks, and that did not go well for me. But uh, it should be noted that they are favorites here because I think that's a key component yes. in like trap games. If it's a good team getting points, sometimes it feels like even more tempting. It's like, oh, well, at least they can keep it close. And then they end up getting stomped. So I don't know. Um, But uh, what about this Thursday night game? Because that one's coming up quick. Uh, Obviously, we got to make a play uh, pretty soon. I know we haven't even touched on it yet. But when you see this line, it's a pretty sizable one. The Bills laying eight and a half at home against the Bucks. Oh, it feels like I got to take the box here, and I don't really want to. It's moved up from Bills minus seven and a half. Here's the thing with the Bills. I think I would take the Bucks too. Short week, and that's a lot of points. I also feel like this could be, I don't want to bet this game. This could be one of those games where the Bills take out their frustrations. The Bills need a good game, right? They barely escaped against the Giants. There was that non-call which probably could have been holding or interference that allowed the bills to win that game then they get beat by the patriots in the last second the bills are just sort of middling right now playing down to the level of their opponents aren't they due for a big game this this number seems way too high for me so i would be on the bucks as well i'm just talking sabotage factor wise like at some point doesn't buffalo need to start looking like buffalo one would think, right? Would because think. it feels like the Bills are either like losing outright to bad teams or, you know, they're not covering numbers because they haven't had a blowout win like this since that game the 1st of October against the Dolphins. So maybe they revert back to that, but especially in a primetime game. Like, I think I am mm-hmm. less likely to lay a big number in primetime, but who knows? This game looks weird. Who knows is right. Coming up in five minutes, sure. We've got our early picks and leans in the NFL, but not P.J. Glasser. He is ready to roll on this Tuesday. We're going to look at his betting card about the pros in the college game. It is next on the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM. Stay right there.
Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to the Daily Tip presented by Bet MGM with Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to the show. Great to have you with us on a Tuesday. I'm Michael Jenkins, live in D.C. She is Chelsea Messenger, live in Nashville, Tennessee. Coming up in just a couple minutes, our guy P.J. Glasser, the host of Send It In every weekday at 1 o'clock in the East, will give us his plays in both college and pro football. Chelsea, do you know what tonight is? Tonight, Tuesday, um, the start of basketball. That is true, but also it's frozen frenzy night in the NHL. Every single team in the National Hockey League is on the ice tonight. So, you know, that MGM has you covered. If you're going to bet on the teams like I'm going to bet on the teams, then you got to log on because not only do they have sides and totals, they have some really unique markets. So I'm going to play these as well. Total goals across all 16 games. We got 16 games on the slate tonight. Home goals versus away goals and highest and lowest scoring team of the night. You got to take advantage of the frozen frenzy at BetMGM. Chelsea, you know I'm a hockey guy. So when I'm logging on today, I'm going to play some of these. But let's go back to PJ Glasser, the host of Send It In. PJ, let me ask you again. Fingers crossed. Who do you like, Vandy and Ole Miss today in college? Yeah, Jakes, we're going to fade Ole Miss this week. I think it's a good spot to uh, to bet against them. A lot of points. They're favored by 25 and a half this week. They have Texas A&M and Georgia coming up. They just had a big game against Auburn. They hadn't won down on the Plains in eight of their last nine tries. So that was a place where they really struggled. They're having a nice season. They still can get to Atlanta and win the SEC West, which is something they haven't done in a long time. So I think this is a letdown spot, look-ahead spot for them. I think Vanderbilt can hang around, maybe lose this game by 17 points. So I like Vanderbilt, plus 25 and a half. Imagine that being the goal. We're just going to hang around at least Uh, only lose by less than 17, but that is the gist of betting. All right, so let's go on to Washington and Stanford. We know Washington's coming off kind of a dud of a game, but Michael Penix Jr. still in contention for the Heisman. So what you read here? Chelsea, you could just see that game coming, right? I mean, that Oregon game was just huge. Both teams undefeated, national championship aspirations. And then, like you said, they play a night game. It's raining in Seattle. They laid a dud. Penix didn't even throw a touchdown. I think this week, back in Palo Alto, it's going to be nice weather. They start to look like the Washington we've seen for much of the year. Anything under 28, I'd back Washington this week. They're 26.5-point favorites right now. Stanford's defense isn't very good. I think their offense is going to struggle to score the ball against the Huskies' defense. I like Washington, minus 26.5 this week. All right, PJ. Let's head to the NFL, where Chelsea's Titans are hosting the Falcons. And last time I checked, the Titans are now getting, what, 2.5 points at home? Mike Vrabel, home dog. What are you thinking? Jenks, I'm going to bet the Titans this week. I'm hoping we get a three. Tannehill's probably not going to play, so it's going to be Malik Willis. I just love the matchup for the Titans this week. Their run defense is excellent. That's obviously what Atlanta wants to do. 
And then the coaching advantage that they have, Mike Vrabel's going against Arthur Smith, who was his offensive coordinator for a number of years in Tennessee. He's going to know exactly what he wants to do. We saw Brian Dable in the game plan. He was able to cook up against the Bills, obviously, as the head coach of the Giants. I was on the Falcons last week with Desmond Ritter and company on the road. I'm not going back to that well one more time. They did everything to try and give that game away. I'm on the Titans this week. I'm hoping it gets to three. If it stays at two and a half, though, I'll still be on Tennessee. Yeah, good luck. I think it's going to be an ugly game between those two offenses. All right, next up, let's go to your team, the Ravens and the Cardinals squaring off. The Ravens, eight and a half point road favorites. What's the play? Guys, I think this pick's going to surprise a lot of people, but I I like Arizona this week, plus eight and a half. I think it's a really good spot to fade the Ravens. This game reminds me a lot of when San Francisco was coming off of the game against Dallas, where they looked unbelievable. Everybody was hyping up Brock Purdy, just like everybody's giving Lamar all of his flowers this week. And it's just a sleepy spot for the Ravens, right? Like, think about their schedule. At Cleveland, at Pittsburgh, fly to London, to play the Titans, then you come back home the next week, you get up for the Detroit game. Now you travel across the country to play Arizona, who's a one and six team. Like if there was ever a spot for the Ravens to come out sluggish, for them to come out slow, this would be it. The one caveat is Lamar is 16 and one against the NFC. The guy just doesn't lose to the NFC. I think he doesn't lose this week either, but I think it's closer than eight and a half. So I'm on the Cardinals with the points. Okay, Pete. I I love that you're betting on this game because we were talking about it earlier, but I want to see where you're going here. Bears at the Chargers. Chargers laying a big number. What are you thinking? Jenks, this is my upset of the week. I like Chicago outright, plus eight and a half. Oh, yes. A lot of people, including myself, are going to take the Chargers in the survivor pool, which is why I love it even more because I've stunk in that pool. I'm trying to jinx the Chargers once more. I think this is going to be an upset. Tyson Badgett is an awesome story. Now he gets to play in prime time in front of America. I can just see him winning that game. And I think this is the final straw for Brandon Staley. You come out of your bye week, you have two big games against the Cowboys and the Chiefs. You lose both of them, right? Chargers are a mess right now. I don't think that locker room is playing for Staley anymore. This is the final straw. Chargers go down. Badgett wins it on Sunday night. I think Staley's fired Monday morning. Give me Chicago plus eight and a half and give me the Bears outright as well. Ooh, and a coach firing. All right, so we got to keep it snappy here. And I know PJ knows how to do that. Your show is so quick paced. I know you know how to do this, but uh, let's get a pick for Texans Panthers real quick. You got 60 seconds. Chelsea, the narrative around this game is everything. It's the matchup between the top two quarterbacks. I think everybody's going to like Stroud because he's been the better player. So that's going to drive up the price in this game. Everybody's going to be on Houston. I think Carolina gets their first win of the season. Another upset. I like the Panthers. Oh, I actually like that pick quite a bit as well, PJ. All mm-hmm. right. Check him out today as host of CNN each and every weekday at 1 o'clock in the East. Also, every weekend as co-host of Inside the Betting Lines. That is every Sunday from 1 to 5 in the East. PJ, thanks for your patience and thanks for your picks. Good to hear from you as always. Yeah, good. To- thanks, guys. Appreciate it. How about that? A Bears outright upset. Staley you know- fired. Oh, and, and <laughs> as, as people like to say, there's a lot to unpack there, PJ. Not only did you pick the Bears outright with Brandon Staley fire, but you know what? That's not the craziest thing I've ever heard. It would not surprise me at all if that happened. Coming up next on the show, here's something that's going to happen. 
Our best bets. Chelsea, probably going to go back to the diamond. Maybe, maybe not. Don't want words in her mouth. I'm going to go big on hockey, I think, because it's the, the big night in hockey, the frozen frenzy, every team playing. We'll lay out our official card. It is next on the Daily It's here for BetQL, presented by BetMGM. Stay right there. Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Let's get back to the Daily Tip with Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to the show. This is the Daily Tip for BetQL, presented by BetMGM. Great to have you with us on a Tuesday. She's Chelsea. I'm Jinx. Chelsea, what is going on today in Hendersonville, Tennessee? You're just outside of Nashville. I've seen the pictures from your place. I know you have not been in your new home long, but I've seen pictures of pumpkins. I've seen you and the family on a hike. It looks super nice out there. Are you all settled in now? Well, I think this is the time of year where it's great to be in Tennessee because when fall hits and we have like nice weather, the leaves are starting to change. Like this is prime season because usually like in the summer, it's like too hot to do anything outside with the exception of like going to the pool. But now like you can do all these outdoor activities without feeling like you're drenched in humidity. So we are trying to soak up the nice weather, but it is tricky on the weekends because you have to kind of time it. Like uh, this week we had a, a bye week for the Titans. So I feel like I had some like extra time on Sunday because I still watch all of the games or at least try to, but we do need to get outside for at least a 30 minute window on Sundays. It's just like, when do you time it? So Jenks, when do you take right. breaks on NFL Sundays? Do you take it like, um, like mm. in between windows of games? Cause there is like a small window in between like the late slate of games and the Sunday night game where like no games are on and you can like get some stuff done, but it can be tricky. Well, I sort of have to balance because Catherine is great about, you know, she is a sports fan and she sits with me through every Longhorns game. And she like, as long as you give Catherine wings, she's good to go. Every single game. She's like, just give me some wings. I'm good to go. So we always get wings and she's good. And then on Sundays, I watch a lot of NFL and commanders, but then I try to break that up between, all right, I've watched a lot of football. Now I know you don't want to watch football all weekend. I know you want to watch something on Netflix or there's a series that we're watching together. So what we'll do is we generally break it up between the game or games that we're watching, be it an early game or late game. And then we'll have a little break there and maybe go do something or go grab a coffee or something and then come back and watch something together. So it's kind of the split between our days based on what our viewing schedule is or if we're doing something on the weekend, if that makes sense. I think a lot of people probably struggle with this, or at least people who have like families or significant others or people who just can't physically sit on the couch all day. Cause that's the other thing. Like I'm somebody who has trouble sitting still So that's another challenge of being a football fan. It is a difficult job, but Mm -hmm. somebody's got to do it. Uh, Well, 
Good luck to you, Chelsea. I know it's not easy, but someone's got to carry the water for all of us, and you're the person to do it. Coming up next on Back Daily, make sure you stick around because our guy Eric Kratz from Foul Territory TV will talk Game 7 of the NLCS. Just moments ago, we talked with P.J. Glass with the Daily Host of BetQL Send It In, and he's already got his betting card filled out for this week. If you missed it, not to worry. You can download and subscribe to the Daily Tip wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Chelsea, it is that time. Let's do it. Time to place your bets. Chelsea, you have been great the past few weeks, particularly when it comes to baseball. So that's what I'm looking for. Give me a winner. I am going to go with the under nine between the Diamondbacks and the Phillies tonight for minus 145. The line is eight and a half. I don't think there is any value in playing that. Either you play the nine or you take uh, the under eight for a little less juice. But we'll play conservatively here. Uh, But I think this one is just situationally based because this is game seven. All hands will be on deck when it comes to the pitchers. We have seen from the post-game quotes that for the Phillies, Zach Wheeler is going to be available out of the bullpen. Normally he's a starter, but because the season's on the line, both of these teams will be throwing their best arm. So not only do we have a pitching matchup tonight that uh, produced a really low scoring game the first time around, Brandon Fott has been excellent for the Diamondbacks. Mm -hmm. The young guy uh, coming up huge for the Diamondbacks last time around only gave up two or three hits and five and two-thirds scoreless against the Phillies with nine punch-outs. Meanwhile, Ranger Suarez continues to be an absolute wagon in the postseason. Career ERA of a .94 in the postseason with a sparkling 3-0 record. So both these guys, great last time out. I think the hook's also going to be sure. If Ranger Suarez or Brandon Fott either are struggling, they're going to pull him quick. And the best pitcher in this entire series is available coming out of the bullpen. Like I said, Zach Wheeler available tonight. I'm sure Zach Wheeler is pro- or excuse me, Zach Gallon is probably in the same scenario for the Dimebacks. And plus, a lot of these games have been lower scoring. Only two of the six games in the series so far have exceeded nine total runs. So I think this one's going to be a little bit tighter. And plus, no Craig Kimbrell, I'm assuming. And he Mm -hmm. has accounted for some of the runs in some of those games. Uh, In one of those games, it went over nine runs. Three of the runs belong to Craig Kimbrell. So no Craig Kimbrell. And you add in Zach Wheeler, I'll hit the under nine for minus 145 in the closeout game between the Phillies and the Diamondbacks. Chelsea, I love it. I am on that pick as well. I absolutely think we're going to see a low-scoring game, but I do expect a Phillies victory. I'm also going to college football, and I'm going back to New Mexico State. Oh, yeah, New Mexico State plus three taking on Louisiana Tech. I'm going to lay a little juice because I got it at New Mexico State earlier in the week. Now it's come down to New Mexico State plus two and a half. I like the Aggies straight up on the money line at plus money if you like that as well. I'm going with my guy, Diego Pavia. I don't know if you've watched him, but he is a really fun dual threat quarterback. And he's facing a Louisiana Tech team that is struggling right now. They've lost four of their last five. And how are the Bulldogs going to stop him? They are 111th in the country against the run. And if you like trends, New Mexico State has been a moneymaker in that respect as well. 4-0-1 against the spread in their last five. New Mexico State is the call tonight against Louisiana Tech. I like how you said, if you've watched him play, he's really electric. Like I've been watching New Mexico State games. <laughs> Have you ever asked ask a non-sports fan like a question like this? You're like, man, I don't know if I know. you've seen you know, these Texas Tech he's games. Good. Man, is he electric? 
No, I haven't watched them, but I will take your word for it, and I will take the trends. It is time now to get to the third member of our Best Bets crew, the Magic 8-Ball. Let us gaze upon the glorious Magic 8-Ball. Shall it fade or tail these noble betters? <laughs> Okay, so if you're new here, every single day on the show, we ask a Magic 8-Ball that we got from the toy store if he likes our picks. So let's start with mine. Diamondbacks, Phillies, under nine. Do we like it? 8-Ball says, better not tell you now. You better. Uh, he says, yes, definitely. That's oh, better. thank you, 8-Ball. Much, much better. All right, one more shake, Chelsea. All right, I wonder if the 8-Ball has seen this New Mexico State quarterback Diego something. <laughs> I don't remember, but apparently he's a great watch. A-Ball, do you like New Mexico State getting three against Louisiana Tech? Very doubtful. Yeah, whatever. You don't know Diego. You think of him like Diego, like Diego. Fabio, just one name. Diego. Watch Diego tonight. I'm telling <laughs> you, I like it no matter what that eight ball says. If you want to check out the eight ball, you can certainly do that. We're on Twitch. As Chelsea says, don't go to twitch.tv slash betql. Do not go to twitch.tv slash betql. She does not want you to see her hair. I don't want you to see my hair. I got a helmet head this morning and a lot of hairspray. Chelsea, that's it. Just one bet on the card before I go into my bets here. I had five last night, so let's take a breather. Only one for me. You go ahead, though. All right. Okay, I'm also with you. D-backs, Phillies, under 9, minus 145. It's worth the squeeze. Chelsea, you laid it out for everyone. Do I really need to belabor the point? No, so I won't. Under <laughs> minus 145 is the play tonight in Philly. Also, I gave this tip out earlier, but I think it's worth repeating. Right now, the Phillies are minus 175 on the money line. If you want to bet them on the money line, I would not do it too expensive for me. You can get the Phillies at minus 165 to win the National League. It's the same thing. Save yourself 10 cents. Okay. You know what tonight is? It is frozen frenzy in the NHL. That means every single team in the National Hockey League is playing tonight. So how can you not love that? Just on principle alone, I got to come up with some hockey bets. So I did. Red Wings, money line, minus 134, hosting the Kraken. Had to shop around to find some value here. And essentially what you're doing here is you're just going with the hotter team. The Red Wings, 5-1 and one to start the season. The Kraken struggling at 1-4-1. and one. Also, Groovy, the old capital, Philip Grubauer, in that for the Kraken. He has been brutal this season, 0-4 in four, four starts. Kraken just not attacking the net at all. Red Wings, money line, minus 134. And we're going back to the old Devils three-way money line, minus 137 against the Canadians. The Devils might be on the road, but, man, can they score 3.75 goals per game. The Habs defense allows 3.5 goals per game. And we should see some positive regression from Vitek Vanacek. He struggled a little bit this season, but was fantastic last year. I think we see that tonight. Also, I am squarely fading Samuel Montembo. Faded him all last season. Jersey is 11-13 and 13 straight up in their last 14 games in Montreal. They have won seven in a row in Montreal. It is the back end of a back-to-back for the Habs. The Devils have not played against Friday. They roll here. Jersey in regulation. Three-way money line. Minus 137. Let's do your BetQL five-star best bet for inside analysis trends. You know the drill. Download the BetQL app and make yourself a better, better. The Noxter says, Lakers plus five at the Nuggets and little plus money. Isles on the money line, hosting the Avalanche. 
let's bring in another host. You hear him each and every single day on BetQL Daily. And of course, I'm talking about our good friend, Joe Ostrowski. Good morning, Joe. How are you? Good morning, guys. R.I.P. Donkster. <laughs> he's alive. He's on a bye week. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. he's on a sabbatical. He's on a sabbatical. He's, okay. he's got to get his mind right. You know, he's a very right. deep thinker, the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey. I, I get that. There's a lot going on right now. Can we ask about the Bears getting eight and a half against the Chargers this week? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. The Bajancy, too. Like, people want to back the him. The Bajancy. The Bajancy. Oh, that's a good one. Let's go. Bajan. Beijing Orange, there are all, all sorts of some uh, oh, nicknames out there. Good. Some I some I can't even say on air. Maybe I'll throw it in the chat for you in a second here. But yeah, I mean the Chargers should not be laying more than a touchdown against anybody. Exactly. And right. As the Bears, <laughs> the Bears defense is actually looking better over the last couple of weeks. What's going on there is their their secondary was completely out. The whole secondary was out for about a month, and so they're competent now. And the head coach Eberflus is now the defensive coordinator. We still don't know why the other guy quit, but um, yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> covering, getting more touchdown against the Chargers, it kind of feels too easy, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure oh, we're looking forward to hearing you guys talk about that in NBA opening night as well. And Bajan Orris. <laughs> I saw the name in the uh, in the chat. That's uh, I'll let you guys handle it. Thanks, Joe. We appreciate it. That's Bye. it for us here on the Daily Tip from BetQL presented by BetMGM. She's Chelsea. I'm Jenks. Thanks for spending your Tuesday with us. And good luck on all your bets. We'll see you. You've been listening to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app.